Ready for a proton pack blast from the past? Introducing the Hoosier Lottery's Ghostbusters Scratch-Off. Be transported back to 1984, when excitement meant peg-rolling your jeans just right, getting your bangs to stay in place, and knowing who to call. With the new Ghostbusters Scratch-Off, scare even more excitement. Find the ghost and you could win up to 20 grand instantly. Grab all six today. Hoosier Lottery. Imagine that. Must be 18 or older to play. Please play responsibly. Visit HoosierLottery.com for more. Welcome to the Marketing Technology Podcast. News, tools, and tips from marketing technology companies and the marketers using them. Here's Douglas Carr. Hi, this is Doug Carr with another Marketing Tech Blog uh, interview with the experts. And today on the line, we have uh, Drew Burns from Adobe. So we're going all the way to the top on this one. Uh, Drew <laughs> is an A-B testing expert, uh, and, and we wanted to discuss uh, quite a few things. Uh, we had gotten a note uh, from from uh, Drew's fantastic PR firm, Edelman, uh, who we love as well. Uh, and, and Drew has been putting out some talking points that are really important out there as, as you're talking about uh, A-B testing, optimization, personalization, etc. And uh, let me open this up with, with actually what was said. Um, there's been a talk that A-B testing is dead, that this function is problematic and no longer effective for digital marketing. The reality is most marketer, marketers aren't efficiently leveraging or even understanding what A-B testing is. For instance, they mistake redirection, uh, taking a population and introducing it into another experience to see how it affects conversion uh, for testing, which leaves them feeling like something is still missing. And it is. Uh, Drew, welcome welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Do you want to tell, uh, give everybody kind of a background on, on your history? Absolutely, yeah. So I um, was a digital marketer myself. Uh, now I'm a product marketer, um, but uh, I would use testing products uh, for, for many years in the optimization space um, and test and target specifically, uh, which ended up being one piece of what now is the target solution. And so joined the team uh, and had some great ideas on ways that we could improve and enhance the solution and put it into more hands uh, and, and also bridge the different channels that people are trying to access and trying to determine the right rules for how they engage with diverse uh, range of customers and, and visitors. And so um, now I'm a part of the team uh, developing the solution and also meeting with enterprise and mid, mid-level as well as even uh, SMB customers across the world, really, uh, who are at varying stages of maturity in this space. Um, but it's really exciting and, and it's exploding. And I think once people get their hands on it and get their feet wet with testing and, and seeing what works and how they can improve not only the customer experience, but, but the bottom line in terms of what their business goals are, that it, it just, I mean, it spreads. Uh, people get excited by it. It spreads throughout an organization. It gets the, the attention of CEOs. People build their careers literally with these solutions. Um, and it's exciting. And I also, from an A-B testing perspective, too, I often feel a misconception out there is that what we're trying to do is change things. That people are out there coming up with ideas to radically change the experiences on the site. And that's not true. What really um, is, what, what sets testing apart from that is that it's really validating the assumptions we make on a daily basis. We make all kinds of assumptions when we place content on different channels on what's going to work or what's going to resonate. Sometimes it's conscious, sometimes it's even subconscious. And so, um, 
you know, based on looking at the data and looking at performance and, and other sort of qualitative uh, reviews, you can determine that there are certain hypotheses or certain guesses that could, in fact, improve the experience. And then you want to be able to test those out and see where it works and where it doesn't, frankly. And <laughs> that's, so that's really the exciting part of it for me. Well, I, I, it's really exciting. We, you know, I, I came from a digital marketing background and database marketing. And, and so my entire career, it's all been about the goal and the measurement and then how to get there. And, and yeah. I almost feel like, you know, when, when I open this up, the, the A-B testing is dead. I don't, I don't, how many times do we hear that in this industry? This is dead. That's all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes the industries, you know, uh, are lackluster, but the, the proven methodologies are always, always there, especially from a marketing aspect. And, right. and, uh, I, it almost feels to me like when when people want to go down that route of A-B testing is dead, what they're really saying is, I don't want to be accountable for the work that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting. Absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that more. <laughs> and, and so, I, you know, we, we, we get all the time into these, in these uh, you know, conversations with our clients about, you know, optimizing their site and everything else. And, and, and it's almost always, well, well, I asked all of my, my team to take a look at the site and here's their feedback. You know, and I and I just right. want to run screaming in there and and uh, you know throw them all out the window when when they say yep. that because it's not yep. a valid test and and so you know maybe maybe talk a little bit about you know the value that your customers are seeing directly from you know taking those hypothesis <laughs> hypotheses and and proving them or disproving them even when it's against their better nature, you know, even when it's against yes. everything they read about. That is fantastic. And that plays into, too, how to get more people uh, with a better understanding for optimization and a comfort level with it as well, is it's not trying to disprove something. It's trying to show where it's performing well and where it's not. Great. Um, and so I think with, uh, that's why we call it a hypothesis. I had this whole discussion with my team about um, really using the term experimentation more because when you have a hypothesis, it's a best guess and it's right. a calculated guess. So you're not just trying to prove uh, an assumption that you have or maybe a gut instinct or an opinion you have on what's performing the best. You really want to set it up so that the results that you're seeing are identifying where content being delivered uh, or experiences being delivered are proving most effective based on first, what your customers' expectations are, and, and also what you hope they'll do on your properties, um, and where it, it doesn't work, where, where focusing uh, your attention may not be uh, a, a, you know, a good opportunity or may not provide the best experience. So we can't, we often talk about testing and targeting going hand in hand because you're testing in order to determine what the right rules are for engagement, what the right experience is to target at a given point, if any, uh, to improve that. And you can't target everything, and you don't want to. What it really is is, is about understanding, and, and we have, you know, our consultants talk with and work with customers on this, is understanding what the customer relationship is, what those key points are in the engagement process, and then how to best deliver that experience yeah. to the right audience. Yeah. Um, and right. So that's where testing can be really valuable is once you have, when you look at the data and you see how different 
key segments are performing relative to what your goals are and, and their expectations are, then you can begin to develop those, those what you would say more intelligent hypotheses for testing to better then refine your strategy moving forward to, to show you where, where targeting opportunities might lie, but also where a new test might, might reside that you can then continue to improve the, the customer journey across your test points. Are you a marketing technology company looking to increase your market share? Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for information on their public relations, search engine marketing, and content strategies, including a dedicated show on this podcast. Email info at dknewmedia.com. Love this is exciting stuff. <laughs> um, well, and and an interesting thing when we were talking before the before the show, um, one of the interesting things is that you include you include personalization in there, and I and I thought that was pretty yeah. cool because, um, you know, I worked at an email marketing vendor, uh, you know, where we we had dynamic content blocks in there, and sometimes that, right. that dynamic content was personalized to the individual, and you could vary, uh, you know, you could you know, do some moderate testing, nothing complex like multivariate or anything, but you could see, you know, what kind of personalization worked and what didn't. And you mentioned a second ago, I love that you said, you know, test and target obviously is the name of the product, but, but targeting and personalization is right in there, right? Right. No, I'm glad, and I'm glad you brought up email too, because people kind of sometimes maybe forget or overlook the power that email has as a channel and you absolutely 100% want optimization in there. And that's one of the, the benefits, I would say, of the target solution uh, using our products is the ability to test and personal target or personalize content wherever you place it. And email being a really strong method, not just of targeting, you know, targeting in real time at open the right content to an individual, but also in remarketing and retargeting. We have sessions at our uh, summit where a lot of our customers talk about very sort of sophisticated approaches for remarketing and huge lifts in conversion that are relative to that. I mean, take for example, a customer who's, uh, their restaurant website where you can make a reservation. There's several out there globally where you can, based on the city you're gonna be in, make a reservation at a uh, restaurant. It's proven in in these websites that 70% of the people get right up to the reservation uh, point, and then for whatever reason they drop off. Hmm. They, they might be doing something else, or they might be interrupted, or maybe they need to think about it further. And what's been most effective is being able to retarget by email, not just with the, hey, you left this reservation, but here are other recommendations for reservations based on the type of food you were looking at, or the, the area or region you're, you're in, um, and seeing, like, tens to hundreds of percentage lifts in conversion relative to that because you are taking advantage of that that really that, that, that powerful profile data and that preference data and retargeting via email. And, and that's one of the things, too, I just want to point out is that recommendations uh, is included as part of our capabilities um, as a personalization tool because that power of suggestion is really powerful. That once you have this data on your visitor, um, that you can optimize the right algorithms and use the automation to personalize the experience. And this is within email, within the, the on-site experience, within mobile apps, uh, and every channel that your customer is is touching. Here's, here's another thing, too, and I, and, and I know I'm going on and on, but I get excited by this, <laughs> is tar- we're also extending Target into digital screens. 
So internet-enabled, but maybe not web-based experiences where we expect personalization now, most people do. I mean, when you, when you get onto a website or even a mobile site or even a mobile app, there is, we don't receive a personalized experience or where it's hard to use uh, an application or a page, it, it's off-putting. Like we, we, we have less patience for that these days. And the same is true when you come up to an ATM or let's say in an airport when you swipe your card and it doesn't recognize who you are. Uh, it, it, it's, it's surprising it, 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 because it, this is a screen and yet it's not, it's not adapting in the way that we're used to on the web. So um, now we've extended Target into that space as well and being able to use that profile data. Um, and that's actually one of the points I wanted to make too. In terms of testing, you really want to be able to filter the results. What you were saying in terms of redirecting or looking at testing from a population level, we might be missing key variables within a profile that are very predictive. Um, geolocation, let's say, or behavioral variables, what the preferences are in terms of category or, or product type or content type, uh, how re recently they've been there or how frequently they visit the site. All of these variables can be leveraged and should be looked at in results or even use automation, algorithms, let's say, to decide or prioritize what's most predictive. Uh, I, you know, it, it paints this picture. You know, it's an interesting thing when you're when you're outside of the marketing space and and people talk about privacy and the the volumes of data that these companies have and those evil marketing marketers and how they're <laughs> how they're manipulating our souls into purchasing things that we don't really want. You know, and and really what what you're talking about is that we've got data on one side that people are are giving us it's a gift right they, they are absolutely yeah. saying hey i'm going to give you this information about me but i just expect you to use it responsibly and wisely and well and everything else and then at the other side we have our expectations you know i, I go yeah. to a website and all i want to do is find the things that i like easier and it, it almost yes. seems to me like that the greater the gap between them, so you collect a ton of data and you don't do anything to optimize your site for a customer experience, or you don't have enough data and you can't customize the experience. And, and right. what, what this testing and targeting is really those paths in between to fully leverage what you have and give the customer that experience that they they truly truly want they they you know i i don't know you know if you go to google and use the search engine and you're logged in uh, it's amazing you know how close the results are to what i want right and all those things that you talked about behavior geolocation what mobile device you know all of those things are are taken into consideration for that and um and for companies you know uh, maybe one of the things that we should talk about is is one this is not outside the realm. You know, I, I remember when A-B testing, you know, back in the day, you know, was only those, you know, those cool enterprise clients that had, you know, a marketing team of 200 people and data analysts and everything else. But now you're working with clients that have one person testing, right? One person. <laughs> enterprise global companies. Literally, there's an example of a, of a, a, a hotel uh, hospitality uh, organization that deals with hotels and resorts, and it was one gentleman uh, globally 
was one gentleman, very well known, I might say, one gentleman in the basement who was running our program, and over three years was generating hundreds of millions of, <laughs> of dollars in love, and got the attention of the CEO, and so the CEO gave him two additional people. So that is three people, and they're still operating in the basement. It's a really nice basement. But they, they realize the value of it, but again, what we talk about, and this is a great point too, is it's not just the capabilities, but it's also we work with customers on what are the right roles that I want to fill? What do I want the process to look like so I can streamline this and I can get an assembly line of activities going through, whether it's an AD test or a multivariate test where we're looking at individual element contribution or we're using automation. How can I get more going? How can I best prioritize my next best action? Um, but still have a core governance model to make sure it's all manageable. So it doesn't take a lot of people. It really doesn't. And the tools have, like Target, the Target solution, are super easy to pick up and use, um, which is great in terms of, you know, scalability, but also requires that governance. It requires having that program structure in place. Um, and so we work, but that is absolutely 100% just as important as the capabilities and something that we uh, have included in our solution and also work with customers to help move them up the what we call a maturity model. It's a maturity model that we've built from um, beginning isolated testing where you're just getting your feet wet, you're doing maybe a call to action button or a banner on the homepage or something around your conversion event, and then moving to much more advanced um, streamline optimization program that's really behind all of the design or many of the critical design changes or content campaigns that you're rolling out uh, and helping quickly to justify or validate what are the right uh, experiences to deliver and, and mitigating that risk. That's one of the great things about testing a lot of people don't consider is they're so concerned about failing at a test that they don't even consider not testing and the failure that that creates over time. Oh, that's, once a, we that's a great keep, point. Yeah, once we keep the experience vanilla, we keep it the same over time, we see that performance wanes. The people, we have to, that's, that's the, 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 the goal of, of any good marketer is to keep things fresh, is to keep on reinventing the wheel, if it will, or reinventing uh, re redefining how we engage with the customer and improving it. And if we're not testing, um, what, what do we lose with that? And so what, what you win with a failure, and a failure I mean you see a performance dip within a test, is, is all that insight. And you're able to pull that experience out and either remove it if it's not necessary in that location or if it's not functioning correctly, or fix it, improve it. Um, and You've got to consider what you're not seeing, the opportunity cost of, uh, of not testing, which is really, really important. Infographics and white papers continue to lead search and content strategies throughout the web. DK New Media researches, designs, and promotes the best informational graphic and most well-produced white papers in the industry. Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for additional information. Email info at dknewmedia.com. Well, and, and how do you, you know, how do you take an organization that hasn't tested before or is that, or that's diving into this and, and, and create, you know, that, that, you know, you guys call it the testing culture uh, that encourages yeah. that, you know, that, that model to, to kind of encapsulate everything that people are doing within the organization. 
Great question. And this is also something that, that plays a role in our maturity model and also in what we talk about in terms of digital governance is that culture. And that's not, that's not, that is just, again, as important as the capabilities and the roles and the process that's in place is making people aware of um, what is a good test um, and how they should be asking particular questions and what the process entails but then also make it fun. I mean, this is, this is out of all of our digital marketing solutions in the marketing cloud, this is the most fun in my perspective because you can really have an impact on the business and improving the customer experience. You can be like a hero in your organization. And it's all a matter of how do I evangelize that? Is, do, am I making people aware this functionality exists that we're able to very easily create variations and test things out very quickly and, and validate them or use automation to do it? Um, am I getting ideas from different parts of the organization? Am I meeting with them regularly to talk about how we should prioritize based on the business needs and also showing them and the test results that are coming out just to justify why we prioritize a next activity, whether it's a test or a targeted activity, in the pipeline is saying, we've seen these results, now we've got to capitalize on this. Or here's the next test we've got to run based on what we're saying. Uh, and do we do this through a newsletter? Do we do this by posting all of the tests we're running on a wiki or a central location where people can go to to remind them? There's one example of a customer that's doing that that literally has the CEO going in uh, every week to sort of say, did we run a test on that? What was the result? And what did we? how long ago was that? How was the trends change graph? Maybe we need to run it again to, to, to improve this experience. So, um, and then there's other customers too. I'm thinking about a global, very large financial institution who's gamified it even. They created oh. a contest where, where you can win if you come up with the best test idea, the best performing version of content. Um, and, and one of the ways that, that they validate that too is a feature that we have within our solution, which is the ability to uh, run an, uh, an algorithm, an automation, machine learning, beneath the test too. So you can really validate hypotheses. A hypothesis in a test is an, is, is an assumption. We're saying, if I deliver this experience to this group, I believe it will improve this KPI or this metric. Um, if I run automation beneath that, it's the equivalent of running hundreds of tests. So it's saying, okay, that's one possibility, but let's look at all of the variables of the profile, and let's look at all different variations of content, and let's see if that hypothesis was perhaps the best. Or if, in fact, automation and targeting using algorithms could improve our conversion goals even even beyond what we expected. And so that's what, um, and I know I'm going a little bit in the weeds, but that's what I mean by qualifying or creating a calculated uh, test hypothesis. Is it's not, you're not just at a broad level sort of this versus that. You're really looking into the data or even validating it with an algorithm and then saying, you know what? This is really good. This this yeah. is the nugget. This is what's going to give us the greatest return. Oh, that's that's awesome. I uh, I I think we could we could talk about this forever. Um, <laughs> but but you, you I mean you've provided some real meat here, obviously on on you know why you know and how and and what um, people can find you on the digital marketing blog at Adobe. And uh, so for anybody yep. listening, uh, that's blogs.adobe.com slash 
digital marketing slash personalization. Um, if you just do a search for um, Drew Burns and testing, uh, you'll see it pop right up, and uh, and you can go to Drew's blog. I think that's a you know that's an important aspect of this too because that that ideation part of just what you were saying. You know, what are those algorithms? What is happening? What is how is behavior changing? And 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 right. so um, keeping after the Adobe blog is is a great way for people to follow up. There's also uh, if you go to the Adobe. Uh, test and target page again just do a google search for adobe test and target there's a there's a great white paper there that you guys have lessons from personalization pros and and i I would absolutely recommend that people uh, if you're a business leader um you you need to and you're not you don't have a staff that's testing i think you need to go read this stuff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and 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 that way you can you know you can arm yourself with the weapons necessary you know to to go to war with your team and and create this uh culture there and um and obviously if if you are a marketer um testing is this incredible incredible uh way to improve results you know we we you know sometimes we have a a, a client that they just they just don't have the resources, time, you know, everything else. And, and even the simple process of just putting two different landing pages up, <laughs> you know, yeah. just that simple process, you can see a 20 or 30% difference in conversions. Uh, and it's, and it's so critical. And so I, I'm always pushing people, you know, we've, we've got to get to testing and, uh, and yeah. it's sometimes it's a push, pull or drag, you know, uh, to get them there. Ready for a proton pack blast from the past? Introducing the Hoosier Lottery's Ghostbusters Scratch-Off. Be transported back to 1984 when excitement meant peg-rolling your jeans just right, getting your bangs to stay in place, and knowing who to call. With the new Ghostbusters Scratch-Off, scare even more excitement. Find the ghost and you could win up to 20 grand instantly. Grab all six today. Hoosier Lottery. Imagine that. Must be 18 or older to play. Please play responsibly. Visit HoosierLottery.com for more. One of the themes that we have in terms of optimization is experience is the brand. That each experience that a visitor has to any of your channels is a reflection on that customer relationship. That that And that's the main goal of any business, any digital marketer is... Uh, you know, you talked about privacy, and, and we, we're leveraging an anonymous profile, and we're looking at anonymous data, but predictive variables that we can help determine what are the right triggers for delivering that next best experience. At what level are we engaging with a visitor or a customer at any given point? And then what is what are they most pre-qualified for? What are they most entitled to? What, are they, what is most relevant based on their their profile. Um, and I love that point that you brought up is that customers, visitors just want to get to what's most relevant. They want to get lost in, in sort of a wild west of the web. They want to get to, in your content, in your experiences, what is most relevant to them and then feel when they come back getting that same customer service. My, my One of my team members and a colleague talks about that general store in a small town and the shopkeeper knows you when you walk in, knows you love sardines or have a family member who loves, you know, the fish specials and knows what to display of all of the products they have in the store. Um, that's the kind of 
uh, personalization that we're, we're getting to. And you don't want to see everything. You you want to see what's most relevant to you, and that can change over time. And so having that data available, having that data update progressively over time, and then being able to know what data to use from that to target the next best experience, that's yep. key. Uh, and that's where optimization can really help define those rules. And it, and it is a balance, right? You know, I mean, you, you don't want to go creepy. <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, no. so, so personalization is one of those things that you want, you know, want just enough. Just enough. We've all experienced that. I mean, I think that, that as people are just getting started with this, there's a lot of, of rules or bounds that people overstep, uh, these debuggers overstep, and I think we're getting smarter at it. And, yeah. and that's where testing, too, can help get, make you smarter, is to realize this is actually having an adverse effect, that maybe this creepy banner that's following me to all my other sites and not doing it in a subtle way is actually a bad experience rather than just flashing and waving a hand and saying, remember me? That, that might not be a good experience. Um, or you might be speaking in a vanilla way to somebody who you already have a relationship with. Or another example from email, which you brought up earlier, is receiving an email about a refrigerator you just bought. Um, that happens all the time, too. And so those are misses. And, and not having an updated profile, a progressive profile, and not defining these rules for optimization, that's where a, a company can fall down and that can create some friction. I, I especially love the, uh, the companies that, you know, I'm already a client, but I get a pop-up, you know, <laughs> asking me to be a client. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That, nothing makes you feel more valued. Like yeah. That. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, Drew, th- this has been just a fantastic conversation. I can't, I can't wait to uh, to to get this out to our audience. Um, again, people can find you on the Adobe Test and Target uh, blog, uh, speaking there. Um, where else can they find you online? Uh, yeah, I'm at, uh, I'm on Twitter. Obviously, Drew T. Burns uh, okay. on there quite quite often. Um, I I am at a lot of Adobe events. We, we hold you know summits and symposiums. And we do leaders and learners events for people that are just starting out in the space. Um, and, and it really, I, I want to foster that community because that's, those are some of the best conversations. When we get people that are doing this together, practitioners together, I'm able to share things that I've learned over the years and, and working with customers. And customers can talk to each other about that, o- overcoming obstacles that they might have. Because every business is different. Every organization is different. We have best practices and guidance that we can provide to help overcome any obstacles that might be in place to really scaling and maturing the program to to see effective and exponential returns. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today. Is there any other any other tidbits or anything that anybody should be looking up or, or uh, a book on the topic or anything like that? Yes. Great, great. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. We have a, a microsite, adobe-target.com, that gives you a lot more information as well as uh, examples of, of customers' uh, you know, best practices in terms of use cases and strategies, but also how they grew their program over time. Equally as important, there's a book written by our head of consulting, Refining Design for Business, by Michael Kripel, K-R-Y-P-E-L, um, that talks through some of our enterprise customers and the success they've seen in growing their programs from a very small, uh, again, small team to, to very robust success. Um, that's a great book. Um, Adobe Target Classroom in a book is also out there, which is more tool-based. Um, and, and then, yeah, just online on adobe.com, lots of videos and, as you mentioned, white papers 
on different subjects and, and, and optimization really in different channels uh, and how to connect those channels because uh, that is immensely valuable that optimization testing should not be seen as a siloed activity in an organization. It shouldn't just be focused on one area of a customer experience but really needs to be that connected tissue that defines how that the targeting rules uh, exist on your site and across your site and across your channels that connect into your site. Fantastic. Oh, this is awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time today, Drew. We really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, it was sir. a pleasure. All right. Bye now. Thanks. Subscribe online at marketingtechblog.com. Subscribe to our email, download our app, or follow us on social media. Ready for a proton pack blast from the past? Introducing the Hoosier Lottery's Ghostbusters Scratch-Off. Be transported back to 1984, when excitement meant peg-rolling your jeans just right, getting your bangs to stay in place, and knowing who to call. With the new Ghostbusters Scratch-Off, scare even more excitement. Find the ghost and you could win up to 20 grand instantly. Grab all six today. Hoosier Lottery. Imagine that. Must be 18 or older to play. Please play responsibly. Visit HoosierLottery.com for more. Ready for a proton pack blast from the past? Introducing the Hoosier Lottery's Ghostbusters Scratch-Off. Be transported back to 1984, when excitement meant peg-rolling your jeans just right, getting your bangs to stay in place, and knowing who to call. With the new Ghostbusters Scratch-Off, scare even more excitement. Find the ghost and you could win up to 20 grand instantly. Grab all six today. Hoosier Lottery. Imagine that. Must be 18 or older to play. Please play responsibly. Visit HoosierLottery.com for more.